This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's hour one of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. We are back together. Salute. Let's make it happen. General at your service. If you see me, bear me. N.A., there's Brian Broaddus. Lucius Alexander is in the Pimp Cup. Happy 2023 to you, sir. Happy New Year to everybody checking in here. Woolchuck and Chiafalo. Carter Freeman is back there coordinating your video. Woo! And along with you, we are the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, yes, and what a big day in sports. Um, you know, talk about all the stuff going on here with the Mavs, the Cowboys, and the big story last night in the Bills and Bengals game. The very latest news uh, being uh, the NFL has said we're, we're not going to resume it this week. I, I don't know. I, I think some sort of a tiebreaker has to be established because I don't think they would accept just a no play because one of them could get home field advantage and the number one overall seed. So I do think we're heading for some sort of a tiebreaker, but uh, that's that's secondary, just an absolute stunner, you know, something we've never seen in in this in this world and in this game. Now, I get a text as I'm watching the Mavericks game. Mom says, "Are you watching the game? This is scary." And I'm thinking, well, losing losing to the Rockets isn't that great, Mom. No, but, it's, uh, it was not, it wasn't good at the time. And yeah. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? My, you know, my mom doesn't care about the Mavericks that much. And then I clicked over, and then you know, obviously, I, I had to look back on Twitter to see the actual event, and you know, uh, t- terrifying. Um, and then to see the players crying on the field, like escalated it even more because you're thinking, what do they know? Um. You know, thank thank God uh, that that a heartbeat was able to be reestablished, at least on the field. And he's sedated still. At least that's the very the latest that we've heard. Now we're in this mode of waiting for the announcement that he has been brought out of sedation and is going to survive. And really a, a traumatic event for all of the sports world can at least have a good ending to it from from that perspective, Brian. Yeah, and uh, the University of Cincinnati is a level one trauma center. That's so good. absolutely, you know, there's a couple of places, well, there's several places in the United States that you could be in for certain things. I remember when Gil Haskell, uh, during the playoff game uh, against the Packers and Cowboys, he got run over on the sidelines, his head hit the turf at Texas Stadium. Uh, you know, head trauma, it was awful. They, You know, we cart Gil off of the field and, and uh, you know, and, and and had to play on from that situation, and and you just you know he was in the right place. You know, Dallas with their head trauma and the hospitals, the doctors and stuff that they have was a great thing. The trainers and doctors that work at these games are incredible people as as well, and have to deal with that. So he was in very very good hands throughout. It is a very scary thing. It's and going back and researching this, you know, when you start to talk about hits directed at the heart. I found it, it happens in hockey games. 
mm. where where hockey players take pucks to the chest mm. and they take a puck right to the and you know talk about a you know uh, trauma to that area of the chest. In 2015, a player died from it in minor league hockey from taking a puck to the chest. We've had some others that have passed out and regained consciousness and things like that from taking, you know, that that puck. It's but, the perfectly timed yeah, hit. Yeah, it's the perfectly that timed, takes it out of rhythm. Yeah, exactly. There, hmm. There's, uh, there's, there's a lot of cardiologists and doctors have gone on and talked about this, but the the main thing seems to be one of the things that they're offering as a possibility was the hit at the t- exact time of the the heartbeat or the rhythm of the heartbeat or in between. Huh. And it just, at that point in time, it's like getting hit by lightning. Jeez. You know, it's one of those things. So they're kind of talking about that. And, but there's just so much, you know, I mean, he's the, the support that you have from, I could say these trainers and doctors and to be in, in Cincinnati at that time and be at a level one hospital, uh, you know, you know, things will, will hopefully work out for him at the end. Well, it kind of made me think about the Rich Peverly situation with the Stars when he had his heart stop and, and, you know, you had the players jump onto the ice and try and alert everybody, hey, we have a situation here, this is an emergency, and they ended up stopping that game, and thankfully Rich Peverly's okay. But, yeah, you could just tell this is different, you know, that this this wasn't just a normal situation and the players' reaction. thought it was pretty evident, hey, we're not not playing football, and kudos to the training staff and everybody for – you know, doing what they needed to do in the moment to yeah. make sure that he was at least able to be taken to the hospital yeah, and, and it, get it, that heartbeat going again. It reminds me very much of what the Cowboys had to deal with a couple of years ago with Marcus Paul. You know, the, the, the trainer uh, guy, the well, weightlifter the, guy? The, the, the uh, strength coach. Yeah. Strength coach, he, he goes down in the weight room and trying to revive him. You know, these trainers, they, they did everything they could to try and make it, and they just couldn't bring him back. That's the scary thing about it is, when things like this happen, you know, this, there's a lot of very skilled men and women out there and they're doing everything they can. And, you know, fortunately they were able to get his heart rate back going last night. That just shows you with all the equipment and stuff that they're able to do. But, you know, here's a, here's a situation with the Cowboys that they had to deal with some, you know, losing, you know, losing a, a, a family member, uh, you know, to a, to a, a situation during the season. It's never, never good. No, no, it's and and you know, I guess thankfully it doesn't happen very often. You yeah. know, you mentioned 2015, here yeah. we are in hockey, here we are 2022. You got to go to minor league hockey because if this did happen more frequently, the game wouldn't survive. You know, no. like the this has to be like a once in a lifetime type of event because it, if yeah. it was once in a season, the game would not continue. I just felt like the more research I did on it with the sporting events were it was hockey. It mm. was it was those shots of of defenders taking pucks to the chest that caused these issues and you know that and I mean I I didn't find any in football or anything like that I mean I think this is one of those things that you just last night you learned something and we'll see what the what the findings are from the University of Cincinnati you know and hopefully everything's okay but it, it you know like I say they were able to get him they got him taken care of on the field and then quickly to the hospital and I think that's 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 your best hope right now. So the two precedents here that uh, that we talk about, uh, twenty twenty, the NFL was prepared to determine playoff seeds by winning percentage uh, in the event of uh, COVID cancellations. Yeah. yeah. And then in two thousand one, after nine eleven, they did push the the final week of the season back. They eliminated the week off between the conference championship game and the Super Bowl. Do you think that one has some legs to it? Absolutely. I yeah. think I think everything's on the table for you right now. 
But the NFL doesn't know what they want to do. They're, I think they're they're going to let this situation sort of play out. They they need to figure out just for this is a tragic situation. It really, really is. And hopefully, you know, hopefully Hamlin recovers. But you know, they're like I say, the the season that they look at. You know, they have to find a way to finish the season. They have a they you know they have. You know, they, 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 they do owe it to everybody that plays football, the coaches. You know, mm-hmm. they owe it to these guys to try and make the best call that they can in order to finish the season. And, and that's where I, you know, I, I'm not trying to be insensitive here. I'm just trying to think of what, you know, you, there's a lot of guys and men and women that are affected by this. But you, you, as the league, their responsibility is, you know, A, to make sure that their, their players are okay, but – be that they figure figure out a way to like okay we have to move on you know we have to move on with yeah. the season here and whatever whatever it's pandemic plan or move the Super Bowl move the Super Bowl back because th- this game it meant a lot to both teams yeah. as far as seeding and both teams had beaten Kansas City who is currently the number one seed yeah you know so now you're sitting there thinking wait a minute we and I know it's not fair but man you 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 need to come up with some way in order to play it out to where everybody at least has a chance well, jeremy fowler espn uh, tweeting out about an hour ago he says the sense i get after asking around is the bills would be surprised if the game resumes at all and there's just no clean way to do it buffalo's yeah. focused solely on hamlin right now so yeah, absolutely it feels that, like a one-sided report of like that's sure. what he's getting from the buffalo side of things yeah. which makes sense they're still in the in the emotional moment of it all yeah and I don't know how much say the teams actually get in this. Does the NFL just completely dictate it, or can the teams just decide themselves, hey, we'll do a coin flip, or we'll do some rock, paper, scissors, or my best Madden I, guy versus your best Madden guy? I just feel like that there was there was things that they had to figure out during the pandemic that if they lost games, how were they going to make up for the games? And they didn't lose any games. You know, they didn't lose any games. And they figured out playing on Tuesdays and Wednesdays or whatever – you know, that's that's kind of where I think they're at. I think I think everything. But isn't the difference now there? They, they were always able to get ahead of it with those things and rescheduling. And this just dropped on them. I like, think I think there's all the league always has plans. They have contingency plans for like what happened at 9-11. You know what happened? Uh, you know, uh, if, if you do have medical. What if you have games that are you had games that were that were moved because of forest fires. We had a game that recently was moved because of a winter storm. You know, the league has to have plans in place. You know, there has to be a plan in place if what if we have a catastrophe yeah. where a player does perish on a field? How do we how do we play the game the next week? In 1963 when John Kennedy was assassinated, Pete Rozell had to make a determination do you play the games or not? While the while the nation was mourning yeah. His loss. And you can't really have any rules going in because you don't know what the whole context is going to be. You yeah. kind of got to play it like day to day, hour to hour, I, yeah. and see what makes the most sense and what yeah. people are ready for. Yeah, I, it's, it, it's, it's not the best thing in the world to talk about right now, but I guarantee up in New York right now, they are figuring out how to play the Cincinnati and Buffalo game. No, you're, right you're absolutely right. And Ryan Clark, I thought, did an incredible job last night on ESPN, and he even said it. Like, as a player, you're never going to be ready to play that next game emotionally yeah. after going through something like that seeing your brother your teammate have that happen yeah. but at some point you're gonna have to go back out there and play yeah. but in, no matter when that game is scheduled or if they just go out and play again next week week right. 18 on Sunday 
they're not going to be ready for it. It's just going to have to you, you go the, ahead and, and eventually you'll just get back on and schedule things as normal. The thing that will help everybody around the league and especially the Buffalo Bills, if in fact the next two days or next 72 hours, we get some really positive news about his condition. Amen. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, think the league, yeah. I think the league was waiting for last night. How many times have we seen, and yesterday it happened in the LSU-Purdue game, they had a player taken off the field on a stretcher with the neck brace and all that. And then we get at the hospital, they keep playing, and then we get the, okay, well, he, is, he has all his extremities. Everything's moving. Yeah. And now everybody takes that big, oh, okay. I think if the league, I think it would help all these teams and everybody in the league and everybody around the nation that if Hamlin, with the next 72 hours, were to get some type of positive you know, information getting out, and then that, everybody then gets like, okay, our brother's good. Let's go on and play. Two one four pointing out lacrosse has started mandating chest protectors that have a metal breastplate. There you go. And you know, obviously, you can really whip that ball in lacrosse. You can in, in hockey. There yes. are harder balls, but I yeah. think you know maybe you know football could look at something like that as well to provide more protection in the unlikely event, even if it only happens once every fifty or sixty years. It doesn't hurt at all to include Not something at, at a small cost. And what happens is. If you look at the various, if you go into an NFL locker room or any locker room, you look at defensive backs' pads compared to wide receivers' pads, compared to offensive linemen's pads, compared to defensive linemen's pads. They're all different. They're all different in the way that they're struck. And what are players trying to do? Wear less and less pads. Right. Yeah. You know, look at look at players' knee pads. Look at their thigh pads. It's like little like little looks like little crackers. Barely a pad. Yeah. It's like a yeah. saltine cracker looking pad. You know? I'm more of a red sky broadest, but I do okay. respect the saltine. Well, but I was thinking square, not thinking round, Jesus. not round. Oh, okay, it's I was thinking be square. square. I was okay, thinking fair square. Enough, fair enough. Covers more. The round probably doesn't cover gotcha. enough. So maybe the kicker wears the round one. Right? Kicker wears no pads. No pads. No pads. They, do they even need a face mask? These kickers. One bar would be sufficient. The Martin oh, Anderson. Bring back the one bar for the kicker. I'd mean, love that. If both teams have a meaningless game week 18, cancel the game, replace it with Bills-Bengals. That's a big if oh, because so we they were, don't have a meaningless yeah, game. We talked about that getting ready for the show. Unfortunately, neither team does. New England New England's still in the hunt, and they play the uh, Bills. They play the Bills. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I uh, I think the only way for me that it makes sense to get the game in is is if you take out that bye between the conference championship and the Super Bowl. Yeah. No question. And then you're just making the entire league reschedule what's going on for the final 2 weeks and yeah. and that's fine. You know, yeah. they, I think that's they're fine. used to that. And everybody yeah. will then just get an additional well, week off before yeah. the playoffs. See, yeah. that's the And thing. I don't think that there'll be too much complaining about that. I don't think so. Yeah, well, league- I'll be complaining cuz that means Jalen Hurts' shoulder gets to heal well, one so more week. Well, so does Tyler Biotish's ankle. So ah. it benefits the Cowboys. I'd much rather Biotish be out and Jalen Hurts be banged up. I think okay. the league really likes that build up for the to the Super Bowl. I I, I don't ever they, the, the logistics they have to go through. It's hard to like okay team clinches on a Sunday, yeah, championship Sunday. Then next thing you know, Monday you're on a plane to go into play for the Super Bowl. You know yeah. that's kind of one of those things that in having to participate in the Super Bowl logistically, there is a, so much that goes on just to get in your team there. And I don't imagine the league or the owner partners are going to be the ones sacrificing here. They're going to they they they're they're not going to be the one that has to bite the bullet to make this clean. May, maybe it should be the players on the field last night who decided they didn't want to play. Maybe they mm-hmm. should be the ones who take the sacrifice of making this all work together. All right. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it and there's no perfect answer. 
Um, All righty. Mavs went against Houston, but barely. Offense was off. Defense was given up way too many layups, but they did end the game on a 12-2 run. They got the dub. Luka had 39 points. Broadus, I think you were four points away from nailing his line perfectly. I was. He called 43-12-8 last night. He's on a streak, We were doing like a line prediction because (laughs) of his insane numbers, and he almost hit the line perfectly in the 6 o'clock hour or 5 o'clock hour last night. He nailed the Cowboys score. Thank you for remembering that. That was was cool. Broadus. I was was watching it come down. I was telling you what, though, and I just like the way the Mavs finished last night. Yeah. I really, really do. I mean, I know the game was close, but Dinwiddie hitting that shot. I mean, what a great job of getting enough separation there to get the shot off, though. And the Mavs defensively did what they had to do at and the Luke end. Luke at so. the free throw line. There you the go. Mavericks are much like your LSU Tigers, man. They got a bunch of finishers on that squad. Not always. Not always. Okay, Chief, we got a sports hodgepodge coming up next. What are we going to be talking about? Yeah, it's going to feature a legendary coaching tactic from a division rival next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, Nation. We have the G-Bag of the Day coming up here in about eight minutes or so. It's time now for a sports hodgepodge. Here is your hodgepodge host, Eric Chiafalo. All right, so there, there's a, uh, a story coming out of New York with the Giants who are playoff bound. Brian Dable and his cigars in year one are going Got a to nice big truck, too, he drives. Does he? That yeah. doesn't surprise me. Oh, he's got big old, big old truck he drives. Yeah. Big old. Because he's, he's on the smaller side from a height standpoint. From a Isn't height standpoint. Got to hop up in there in that Why'd truck. Why'd you have to clarify from a height standpoint? <laughs> Just because I wanted to razz you. Yeah. Uh, horizontally, I'm he's razzed. not challenged, but vertically is just a touch. <laughs> so, But he's crushing it right now with, with the Giants. He's feeling really, really good. And how about this story about what he did during training camp? Did you guys see this? No. About how he molded Daniel Jones into a tough SOB? Oh, okay, I like him. this. He molded him. So he, he did something Garrett couldn't do. Uh, I think I think well, he did duh. a couple of things that, <laughs> that Garrett couldn't well, do. Uh, and so, well, like go above five hundred. Yeah, yeah, go above five hundred. I guess get anywhere around the playoffs. Even have a puncher's chance in the month of December for the playoffs. Sure. A litany of other things. Uh, but he wanted to test the mental toughness of. Daniel Jones. So what you'll remember is in the offseason, they declined the fifth-year option for Daniel Jones. 
So it's like, okay, you're not, we're not really committing to you at all. We're going to keep you for this first year of this new regime, and then we'll kind of see what happens after that. But we're also going to bring in veteran Tyrod Taylor for added insurance here at our quarterback spot. So Dable knew what he wanted to do, and he wanted to test uh, Daniel Jones's mental toughness. So when training camp began, he devised a plan, as the writer writes in the, uh, the Go Long news article uh, in New York. And it says, as one source close to the coach explained, Dable purposefully structured practice for Daniel Jones to fail and for Tyrod Taylor to succeed. Quote, he wanted Daniel Jones to deal with the adversity. He wanted to see how he dealt with it on a daily basis. And he passed it with flying colors. So I know he loves Daniel Jones now. He loves Daniel Jones. He absolutely loves him. So this is how he did it. Practices are always scripted in training camp. We know this. But Dable would tell defensive coordinator Wink Martindale which plays he'd be running when Jones was in the game. And he had Martindale call defensive plays that would intentionally work. And when Tyrod Taylor entered, he would do the exact opposite. Plays were scripted on both sides to set him up for success. Daniel Jones apparently did not flinch, and uh, Dable was since thrilled. Well, that would be the moment that I instantly start calling BS if I'm Daniel Jones. So props to him for passing the test, I guess. Yeah. But I'd be like, Coach, what are we doing here, buddy? Right, right. Uh, Every play, (laughs) these guys are – it's like they know what plays we're running. And it's because they absolutely did. This isn't fair, Coach. Yeah. But I didn't know, Broadus, if you had ever heard of something like this. Like, I'm sure there are things that you do to tweak. Hey, I want to make this guy look good because he's my guy. So oh, let's sure. build up some confidence. Uh, guys, but I've never, I've never seen the opposite where let's tear this guy down and see if he completely crumbles mentally here because we're going to pick him off multiple times today because we know the exact plays. I, you know, I kind of feel like that I, I haven't been a part of something where the coach, like in a meeting before practice, says, hey, listen, I'm going to make it really, really tough. But it doesn't surprise me because we've talked about this with scouts and stuff before. That you like a player so much that you're like you time him like at 39 yards and not really at you know at 40. Yeah, four Just, seven guys running a four five today. Yeah, you know you're like uh, this guy ran a four five two for me, guys. I don't know what this four seven eight you got working here. <laughs> this guy's a football player. The rest of you are clown. You know that you, right. you'll do things to like manipulate. But it, I've never had a coach. I've never been in a meeting like in a two-a-day practice where a coach says, "Hey, we're going to really jack with this guy today," and like you know, and and, and you'd have to go, "What are you going to do?" I'm going to make sure every play he has fails, right? Because we're all trying to evaluate the players, you yeah. know. But no, I've never. But I, 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 I've seen scouts. Manipulate. I love it. I mean, it was a make-or-break type of year for Daniel Jones. You've had enough time to evaluate he, he him. Just, so let's he, throw him to the wolves. He just needed some consistency with this. I mean, him, you know, with. Brian Dayball and then with Mike Kafka and all that, mm-hmm. finally got some coaching up there. You know, finally got some guys that are going to look out for him and 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 give him an opportunity to have some success. I just want to go on the record of saying he still sucks, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, yeah. I like that take. Yeah. Anybody else want to co-sign that? Yeah. Okay, Daniel Jones sucks. We got two I, out of four going right now, Broadus. Do you want to say Daniel Jones sucks for the record? No, I don't think so. I'm wow, not going to go coward. there. No. Daniel Jones sucks, man. No, I, I no, you I, like I, those 15 touchdowns? I, I tell Lighten you what, it up for you? No, I'm telling you what I like, though. Did you I, say he's tough? He's tough. He's tough, but he, he, he still sucks. He kind of like he kind of like he does what you want him to do, Gavin. I mean, he's no, he will, does. He's, yeah. no, he's willing to run. He is. He is that, that's the job. thing he's about to it. Put his body on the line. Yeah, I think the, the coach do has it. done a nice job optimizing the game plan for him to have success. It's kind of like what they're doing in Jacksonville for that guy. 
Sure. That, that guy in Jacksonville. We were having but you, you, the eyes tell you Trevor Lawrence is breaking out into something. Gavin, we had some of those radio shows where we were having discussions about would you rather have Dak or or that guy in Jacksonville. Lawrence was going bad. Yeah. No, we had those yeah. conversations. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll take Dak. Uh-uh, Dak, Dak. Yeah. Everybody was jumping up and you're down. Right. And now that guy, everybody's like, man, that kid's really kind of getting it down there in Jacksonville. And you're like going, well, wait a minute. He always kind of had that in him, didn't he? Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, but we did. We had those shows. So let's not lie to ourselves. Okay. We were comparing, like, who would you rather have? Agree with for, you there. For, but but I think, for the record, you're, you're Team Daniel Jones here. I've kind let's of been, how this I've, plays been out. The, I've been the guy all along that says, remember, I'm always the one that says, man, I kind of like what the Giants are doing. And then and then, it, and then it falls apart completely. Them yeah. or the commanders. I think they've got better coaching. I think they got a real general manager. They got rid of the guy I've known all my life. Now they just there. need a quarterback. I agree with you. Now they just need a quarterback. Because I co-sign everything you just said. Daniel Jones just ain't that guy. Uh, but what do you think that, like, how do you think Dable ends I'll up? I'll take Dak over that guy. Yeah, all point? you guys, and then y'all hate Dak. At what point <laughs> so does. that argument you had this morning on Twitter there. Oh, did we have? Did we oh, have, there. Yeah, oh, they, I was they trying to. Def- I was did trying to. Did you come to my defense? Uh, were the Dak asses coming after you? I didn't you? see it. Yeah. Or the Dak heads. We, we, well, we're making it personal. You know, you can have a discussion. Well, that's what everyone does when well, it comes to that. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, with, with Twitter, you can don't make it personal. If somebody has an opinion, it's fine. You don't have to agree with it. Don't make it personal. Don't let yeah. oh, you're an asshole. Because, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, oh. I, I probably can't say it's that. Just just it's just blue pole. Just blue pole. I'm sorry. Lucius was on the zero. Sorry, Lucius. back, Lucius. Happy New Year. Lucius, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that. I knew better than that. Lucius was at the ready. Wow, first first dump of the year. Like the odds were, it, we hit that pretty early. It kind of got me tingly. I know, it fired me I'm up. I'm kind of all I know is I said right it kind of softly, and Lucius had his hand going that direction. He yeah. knew, he like, knew what was whispered. happening. I'm a little concerned that I didn't flinch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was so comfortable with it. I was like, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's but like I say, don't make it. Per- if you disagree uh, with us, fine. Yeah, but don't make it personal. Oh, just, people can't help I, but make it personal. I just whisper the the because word. It's, I did. It's okay. I tried to like it's think. Not a no, I can tell you. Have you ever yourself. like said a yeah, word yeah. you weren't sure would make it or yeah. not? Yeah, I just I did. did. Bobby, I just did. Bobby pulled me off sides one night. I, I learned. Good. I learned that. I just did. Yeah. So did Jared uh, Sandler's armpits one night. Pulled no, you but off I knew sides. I couldn't say that word. That's true. You just got caught up. Uh, but I, I do wonder how that conversation went. Will Dave? Will Dave ends up spilling the beans to Daniel Jones? Like, hey. Big sigh of relief here. You don't actually suck that bad, bro. Yeah, like you can feel you can feel good here. We've, We've made been, you functional. We, we believed you for the <laughs> yes, entire so. month of he's, August. He's functional, and now yeah. he won. He got well, he got guy. him into the playoffs. <laughs> now you're yeah. making it personal. <laughs> what we what we had to do <laughs> was explain a hole. <laughs> hey, you know those passes where you really shouldn't throw them, and don't do that. Run every time you get that feeling. Yeah. Run. Yeah. And now he's doubled his receipt, uh, his rushing yards, and cut his picks in half. He looks so Fixed him. I'll tell you what we are. I might buy you lunch if you can name me some of their receivers. Uh, if you could name one Giants receiver, brought us to get you one of those jersey mics. Yeah, well, one that he plays, named one. right? He, he, named one. he named one. He named one. All right, lunch shot, lunch he, he for was, all of us. It kind of it kinda, he gave me that. It gave me that look like, uh, you know, that kind of. Uh, <laughs> let me think about this one. Uh, yeah. Galladay. If you could name one other single Giants receiver, I might give you a hundred dollars. Oh, check your phone, Gavin. Uh, well, <laughs> he's looking, he's looking I got the guy they traded to Kansas City. Otherwise, I'd be on it. It's time now for the cheap bag of the day. Here's Lucius Alexander. Richie James. Yes! Oh, yes! He looks it up. Google, he looks- man. He's got the same Google we do. Happy New Year, Lucius. Yeah, man. Happy New Year to you. 
sir. Uh, New Year's starting off slimy, ain't it? Yeah. Real slime old ass year right here. Yeah. We got we lost Gangsta Boo. Mm. We got this NFL situation that is we're just standing by. Yeah. Uh, Fred White from Earth, Wind, and Fire. We've lost him. What? I'm talking about this. The year just started. We got yeah. the rally car driver guy, yeah. the co-owner of the DC brands. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Jeremy Renner is on uh, life support or something. Yes. Like that. Well, no, let me say critical. critical. Let me say critical. Let me say critical. Yeah, say yeah critical. no, not life support. Snowplow guy. It's not a good situation. You just whisper life support, you can get away with it. Yeah, you just. Uh, <laughs> life excuse me. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna watch my intentions this year and slow down. Not you know give myself any you. situation. Okay, it looks like our winner uh, was a TCU turnover. It must have been the call. Call must have been amazing, huh? It yeah, was. The, the win. Okay, yeah. all right, here we go. Three receivers to the right. Snap comes back. It hit the ground. It's loose on the ground. The Frogs bail on it. Now Michigan's picked it up. They toss it back right. Edwards flips it forward. Damn. Down it goes here to 34. This game is over. The Horn Frogs have come to the desert. And quench the thirst of every TCU fan. Okay. As now they'll find a way to the national championship game. Brian Estridge belting out the call. You hear how strong those R's were in that call, Woolchuck? <laughs> you got you to gotta double it to get to Woolchuck standards. So you mm-hmm. still do have the strongest R's. But Estridge, <laughs> Estridge he's got some pretty strong ones, he too. Does, Thank yeah. you. Great mm-hmm. pipes. So you guys know the reason why Kyrie Irving rocks number 11? No. I am number 11. You guys have seen that movie before, mm-hmm. by the way? Yeah. Uh, Stranger who, Things? No, no. I am number 11. Who's that? Benicio Del Toro? It is Benicio Del Toro. And Wesley Snipes, the fan. Yes, it is the fan. Oh, there we go. There okay. we go. I haven't I seen am number a long 11. Time. Uh, listen to Kyrie Irving. Well, you're not going to hear Kyrie Irving explain, but somebody's going to explain for Kyrie Irving why he rocks number 11. How about this for Kyrie, the reason that he wears number 11? It's a huge significance in his life, his multiple reasons. He was born at 111. His dad wore number 11 when he played college ball at Boston University. Kyrie Irving is exactly 11 letters long. Even the letter K is the 11th letter of the alphabet. And after playing a total of 11 games at Duke due to injury, he was drafted pick one of round one in 2011. He even scored his 11,000 points on the 11th of March. No. Yes. <laughs> wow! I am number eleven. Yeah, no he, doubt. he is number eleven. <laughs> I thought he, I thought it was because the two L's next to each other in Illuminati. <laughs> Talk about scoregami. <laughs> you should have seen the goofy ass look Eric had on his face when he delivered that joke. <laughs> He's so proud of himself. He was so proud of him. <laughs> so proud, and I'm wearing this face. I hate mirrors right now, Lucius. Looking at the fan cam right now is painful for me. Whatever, yeah. dude. You know, I was looking at the potential bet payoffs because I have to get one here before Dang the end right, of today's show. Thanks to uh, and I Gardner was, Minshew. I was thinking about the two-phase, but then after seeing you, I was like, hell no. <laughs> no way. No. You don't want to see that neck of yours. That's like a three-week payoff. Yeah, bro. It is. It is. <laughs> and oh, and it's it's like Walchuk's back uh, waxing where it like was a payoff for weeks and weeks because of yeah, how much it hurt him. Still we did off. family Christmas pictures over the weekend. You want to know how awful timing that was oh, for me? No. So that was a big-time bad payoff. <laughs> big time. Still paying the price. Oh, oh, you look crap. ridiculous. Sorry. We should have talked about <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's hard to hear. It's tough, bro. Did uh, you keep the two phase look, or did you fully shave before I had, that? I fully shaved. You should have kept been the a look. Good bit. Yeah, yeah, it would have been funny. <laughs> okay, how about this? We got a man that hit a uh, fast food Karen. This woman was giving the fast food workers a hard time. This brother right here gave the Karen a little straightening. Yeah, that's like horrible. 
So you should tell me, hey, it's already well, I didn't give it to you. Well, I don't know who gave it to me, but you know that, right? That's disgusting. You know, these guys have a hard job. I mean, you I think... Know that. I know that. I like, know it's just some sauce, too. man. They work a lot. No, hey. No, no, it's just a little bit of sauce. I work too. But I don't need to hear you yelling. By the way, it's just a little bit of sauce is a fly line. That's what you keep saying. It's just a little bit of sauce. This man for just doing his job. Yeah, but no, no, no. You need to show people respect. This is America. Show them respect. No, she's yelling at this man over sauce. You guys, be nice when you come out here. Stop belittling these people. They're under enough stress. The corporation's making all the money and letting these people have to deal with the front lines. This is horrible. This is not America. This is not how we treat our fellow brother and man. We walk over dead bodies in the sidewalk. People spun out. We just act like it's normal. This is not normal. Wake up, wake up, wake up. And this is what we're breeding. People that just don't care. They just want to get their food, get their live by, consume, die. But no, 2023, we don't bend the knee. We take back our cities. We start spreading love over some sauce. <laughs> some sauce. I'll give you some special sauce. You want some special sauce? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that guy. Over some sauce. I might vote for him. I might vote for this guy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, he's fighting for the common man out he there, man. He's fighting for the common man. Too many sauce issues I've gotten into. Just over a little bit of sauce. How about this one? A little cultural misunderstanding, if you will. Cultural misunderstanding. We had an N-word dropped on an NFL field. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Can't do that. That's against the rules, man. <laughs> Former Tennessee Titan linebacker Darren Bates got flagged for a little cultural misunderstanding. Only one person gave me up. Sarah Thomas. She threw a flag on me for saying, good Oh, yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm seeing a flag. That, that yeah. might be on us, but it ain't on me. <laughs> it's preseason, too, so I'm like, yeah, I need this. About to go to the sideline, and they referee come on. Unsportsmanlike conduct, <coughs> 53 oh. defense. I said, what the <laughs> What I do? Coach, he said the N-word. <gasps> <laughs> Bitch, you finna get me cut because I said good <laughs> 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 I'm talking to my friend. <laughs> that is sportsmanlike conduct. Right straight up. You said I did unsport. That was straight sportsmanlike. That was sportsmanlike. I didn't even. I ain't talk to the he hit. He hit hard. He made the fumble. Wow. I was talking to Whoa. my friend. Just give him a compliment. Get the situation. It's hilarious. It is time to vote for the G-Bag of the Day. Is it TCU voice Brian Estridge, our one-time champion? Is it Kyrie Irving, uh, why he wears number 11? He is number 11. I'd say so. Jeez. Man giving fast food Karen a straighten out. Or is it the cultural misunderstanding uh, featuring Darren Bates? I'll go with the local story there, the uh, the TCU uh, dub. Uh, Chief, how about you? I'll rock with the misunderstanding. <laughs> All Lucius? Huh. I was going to do that. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Two one. I'll get you some special Boy. sauce. <laughs> two to one to oh, one. Yeah, yeah. Oh my Ross, gosh, you got a lot of options here. Yeah, I'm chaos. I, uh, no, I'm going with chaos for sure. I'm going with the uh, cultural misunderstanding. Oh. Score of three to one to one, and your new G bag of the day champion is a cultural misunderstanding featuring Darren Bates, former uh, Tennessee player. Okay, when we you come try back, to give me cut. It's time for Krusty's corner, Brian. Where are we going with that? I'll tell you what. I have got some really good cowboy questions for my guys. We'll get into those next. Well, thank you, Lucius. It is time now for Brian Broadus's Krusty's corner. Here he is, King of the Crusties, brought us. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Nice to have everybody back. Yeah, it is good. 
Everybody back together again. Oh, it's a party. It is a party. All right. Wandering around, I came up with some questions for you guys. These cowboy questions. I think fans would be interested in this too. You guys always give pretty good answers to these things. Chief, I'll start with you. First pretty good answer of the day. Here pretty it comes. Good. Here we go. You could have this guy back for sure for the playoffs. Leighton Vanderesh or Tyler Biotish. You can have this guy back for sure for the playoffs. Leighton Vanderesh or Tyler Biotish. Wow, bro. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Uh, I think this is a team now that's having to lean on its offense uh, more so than uh, than ever uh, this at this point in the season. So, with that being said, I want as many of my horses offensively as possible, and so I will take Biotish. But gosh dang it, that's a tough one. Yeah, I was going to go with uh, Van Der Esch for I think similar reasons. You know, I I I I just want this defense to be a a, a little bit better, and I think Leighton ties a lot of it together. Uh, his coverage, you know, the assignments. There are many things with this defense that I think improve with LVE back on the field, and it's been unsettling at times. You know, my faith in them getting stops in key situations has never been as low as it is right now throughout this entire season. I think it is Leighton. Uh, obviously, you'd like both, but I think Leighton's the answer. I think we've just seen a massive decline without him in there. Uh, I, I know you were mentioning how much he helps Damone Clark, but in the run game, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Leighton Van Der Esch has just been so important for that defense, and you at least have some options without Tyler Biotis, such as moving McGovern back. We'll see the practice window opening up for Farniak, and maybe he can get in there and is an option for you, so I'd go LVE. I think I'd go Leighton Vanderish too. I think you're going to need him on defense. The offense, you can shuffle some guys around. We'll see how that plays. But, man, I, I kind of feel like you'll be okay there. It's the defense. You're going to need that linebacker there, especially if you're going to have to, you know, teams are going to try and run the ball. You know, and, and I think, it, like I said yesterday, I think it helps Clark. Were those three pretty good answers, or did anybody venture into fully good? No, those were all good answers. Or the opposite, those all, maybe. Those were all good answers. Gavin, I'll start with you on this one. Okay. Then. Has T.Y. Hilton already shown you enough to to take snaps away from Michael Gallup? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I think he has. Yeah, I, we're, we're seeing what a, a veteran, dependable, highly talented wide receiver can do. And yeah, they're missing that. Um, so I, I want all three of them on the field. Um, but yeah, I think for some situations... And maybe a lot of situations. Maybe T.Y. Hilton should be the guy instead of Gallup. Yeah, I, I mean, Gallup's had moments, but still, comeback trail. I think we're looking for next year to get full Michael Gallup back. This is like an 80, 85% of them, and uh, T.Y. Hilton looks, you know, to be the better player right now. Chief? I still think you're uh, – are you taking – how many snaps are you talking about where you're running two two receivers out there? I mean, for the most part, I need three receivers. Sure. So okay, I, but I'm saying, would you play? Do you want to keep Noah Brown out there then? No, no, I don't. I, I, I want Michael Gallup on the field with T.Y. Hilton and with C.D. Lamb as much as humanly possible. Okay. That's that's kind of where I'm at. I, I T.Y. Hilton is adequately replacing Noah Brown for me. But I what think, about when you get in that 12 though? At the at the end of the game, who yeah. do you want to have more snaps, Gallup or Hilton? It's going to be like. 30 to 25. Yeah, I mean I guess yeah, if you if you're talking about it that way, then I would probably I I I trust TY Hilton more. So I I would probably rather have TY Hilton have more snaps. But I also don't know if I'm running 12 13 personnel, am I running the ball probably 
more in that in that situation like who's the better blocking wide receiver like oh, I, I don't yeah. know but they need to be an 11 personnel and when you look at the way they ran the ball outside of 11 personnel when they tried to go 12 and 13 especially versus the titans went nowhere i need you even if you're running the ball i need three receivers on the field at this point with the way the offense is is rolling uh, I mean, we can get back to that conversation a little bit. I, I think the run game stuff will get helped with uh, Tyron and Zach Martin getting together and, and, and the reps with them on the right side. I think the, the loss of Terrence Steele is why, hurt this, him a little bit. why this running game has not been as good. Yeah. And I don't think I that's, think you've played some teams that won't let you run the ball. I think you've played a lot of good fronts, but if you're doing self-scouting, I think that certainly the loss of Terrence Steele has impacted why this team hasn't run the football as well. I, I, I would admit that, and, too. And, and I think that, the, that that combo block with Tyron and Zach Martin, I mean, there's something there. And I think that they'll remedy it. They're too good not to. But that's something that uh, will get fixed moving along. But uh, I, I think T.Y. has surpassed Michael Gallup. Just in terms of the impact plays. I mean, how little he's been on the field. And he's a third-down machine. I mean, he, he was three for three on third downs the other night. They're calling it third and Hilton now. It's third and Hilton, baby. Third hmm. and 30, throw it up to him, let him go make a play. Fourth down, all right, let's dial it up for T.Y. Get yourself a P.I. call. So, yeah, I'll take T.Y. right now. Michael Gallup's still trying to get back. I like that. I, I would I would think that to me, I would. what I like about T.Y. Hilton is exactly what you talked about, that threat for the big play. You know, Michael Gallup can make plays. But the threat that you have, that's why you talked about going get Odell Beckham and you get T.Y. Hilton, that threat, that ability to finish plays and stuff. I just think there's more of a consistent player there, veteran player. So I, w- I, think, that, I think that I would put Hilton on the field as much as I could. All right. How about this one, Wooly Bully? Give it to me. You could run the ball more or continue to create turnovers. Which one are you taking for the Cowboys? You can run the ball, you can run the ball or create more or continue to create turnovers. I think the run game is very important come playoff time. Turnover is always a big thing, right? And for this team, it's been their saving grace on the defensive side of the football. But I think in order for this team to make a deep run, they're going to have to get back to the success that they had with the ground game. So give me that run. Gavin? Uh, I'll take the turnovers, you know. Uh, they have not been running the ball well the last three weeks, probably under three and a half per carry, definitely under four per carry over the last three weeks combined with uh, your running backs. I just feel like the the takeaways give you a huge opportunity to, to you know, uh, negate that. But more importantly, 34 points, 40 points, 27 points. You have not been running the ball well. You're still scoring. You're fine. Just keep making them respect the run. The points will come. Yeah, I'll take the turnovers. I'll take the turnovers because turnovers we've seen for the entire life of football. If you win the turnover battle, you probably win the game. So if you're going to tell me we can go into the playoffs and turn over Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, that's when you beat a team like that. I'll take the turnovers all day. What if I told you instead of the turnovers, it could be not give up big plays? I'll take that oh, as well. It'd I'll be take the big plays. Which one? You, oh. you either get turnovers or you prevent the big play. Uh, I, that's a really, really difficult question. I'll still probably say just give me give me the – I'll say give me the turnovers just because I'm I getting mean, are we the four a game or two a game? You well, know? To me, it's the big plays because you got the turnovers against Jacksonville, still got beat, right? Mm. He gave up the big plays. Like the big plays are what, it, what can kill this defense. 
And the turnover that's, the other, that's the, totally fair. The other side of the turnovers is what are you doing with the turnover on offense? Yeah. You I'm get just, the turnover, and then you go three and out on the offensive side of the ball, the turnover's negated. So it's yeah. great to get them, but yeah. you gotta you gotta make sure you cash in on the offensive side of the football. Yeah, and right now you got an offense that is scoring uh, scoring a bunch of points so more often than not you think they will be able to capitalize on that but that is fair the turnover in and of itself can be a little bit empty if in turn you do nothing with it whereas the big play you just gave up is hurting you every time like the big play always hurts you unless they end up missing a field goal after the big play or you're able to stop them in the red zone after the 50 yard play you just gave up but for the most part the big play is always going to hurt you I could go either way there. Walchuk may have just convinced me with that Jags game. Hey, you turn, you, you got the turnovers, but you gave up the big plays and you got bleeped. You got Gosh, the turnovers against Philadelphia and won you in did. that game. You got the turnovers there for that, right? Yeah, and you gave up some big plays in that one. Yeah. It, it, it's one you go back and forth but on. you were able to run the ball a little bit better thanks to Dak running. Yeah, I agree on that. Okay, my final question. Good question. For you, uh, I got the... Uh, Shut up! <laughs> Say it to somebody! Sorry, man, dog. <laughs> exactly. All right, Wooly Bully, how about this one? I'll come back with you on this one. More playoff pressure on Dan Quinn or Kellen Moore? Kellen Moore. Dan Quinn's solidified. Dan Quinn will get a head coaching opportunity this offseason. Kellen Moore, boom. Uh, There's a lot of pressure on you, sir. What can you do in this postseason? Because I think all Cowboy fans, including myself, have a lot of questions about Kellen Moore. Gavin? We know what Kellen Moore is. Uh, he's he's an okay offensive coordinator. Needs help from his head coach often, even though his head coach uh, uh, doesn't want to cop to it. I think um, you know the the big thing involved here for me is is this defense is is coming apart. You know, and I I don't think like losing Hankins and Van Der Esch and Anthony Brown should send you from only allowing one touchdown per game to now we can't keep anybody under thirty points. This went from like seventeen points to over thirty real quick. Um, so I think Dan Quinn needs a good finish here. He's, he's got to br- tie this defense back together where you can stop the run, you can get to the quarterback, you can stop the big plays. This is like a borderline bad defense over the last month. We need to get this figured out or they ain't going anywhere in January. Yeah, I'll say it's on Kellen Moore. I mean, if they could, they would get much like mayors give the key to the city to people. Yeah. Jerry wants to give the key to the star or key to Frisco to Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn's solidified. Gentlemen, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, Brian. There it is. Krusty's Corner every afternoon at 2.40. Breakthrough confirmed for a Cowboys star. Is he now in the conversation for top five at his position? We have some Cowboys news coming up for you next. Here's the G-Bag Nation, the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.